take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. It's time! It's Sunday, August 28th, 2022. This is the Church of MMA podcast. My name is Tabor Cragen. My name is Mason Knight. This is episode 134, uh, MMA News, and then the Gone versus Tied to Avasa preview show. But before we do all that, Tabor, where do we begin? Social media accounts, Mason, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all the same name, guys, at the Church of MMA. Go make sure you follow us on each and every single social media platform. We are posting funny memes, trying to make you guys laugh. Make sure you hit us up over there. We are also posting a lot of shorts to our TikTok, so go check those out as well. We're doing a lot of engagement over there. We really appreciate each and every single one of you guys that do that as well. But here on the channel, guys, we do have a membership section. $3 a month gives you exclusive emojis in the chat, gives you exclusive badges next to your name and exclusive font in the chat as well. So uh, we will be seeing many of those tonight, I am sure. Um, also, guys, all of our shorts on YouTube, we're posting, we're kind of like going away from the longer form clips. We're just kind of doing shorts. We're posting our clips in like two or three parts. So if you guys see those, make sure you hit the like button on those. Also, if you haven't already subscribed down below, but uh, yeah, share those on your social media accounts, guys. Share all the shorts on your social media accounts. It really helps the channel grow a lot. Share not only this live stream, but the shorts and our fight companions, everything else on your social media accounts, guys. We really do appreciate the fuck out of each and every single one of you guys that do that already. Mason, we did not have a fight card this weekend. Did you do anything? fun in like over the weekend since we didn't meet up on Saturday you know? I did I ended up going to a, uh, a men's conference at the church all week um, getting back with the Lord it feels really good um, and no that's not a joke I'm actually dead serious on that but yeah no it's been great man I mean I, I had a uh, spirit-filled week and it just felt good it felt good to be back in the presence of God you know it's been a while it's been a few years for me so it was uh, it was good. It was a great experience. I was happy I did it. Uh, how about you? I went to a birthday party yesterday. It was my cousin, my little cousin's seventh birthday. She had a bouncy house. She had a big old balloon decoration thing. She had a fancy cake. Very, very, uh, very nice birthday nice. party. I'm not gonna lie. Nice. Uh, I was jealous. Yeah, I was like, you, you know, I'm turning, I'm turning 29 in April. I think I need a fucking bouncy house. I think we should. I think, um, you know, when is your birthday again? March, April, April, April 16th. That's right. April. Okay. So bouncy house for April for Tabor's birthday. <laughs> we'll make sure to vlog it is that official. One. Yeah, we will be <laughs> vlogging that. Uh, we already got a NW in the chats here says, did you guys see the DJ KO? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Or what? That was absolutely tremendous. We will jump into that a little bit later. Devin, how about you, man? Uh, did you do anything fun this weekend? Um, <clears throat> just a little reorganizing in my house. Uh, taking apart my PC. Uh, just giving it a good look. Getting some new parts for it. And uh, looking to sell it. So if anyone wants a like, uh, pretty good gaming PC, just hit me up, I guess. Hit him up at... Um, Don't actually hit me, but... Crown know. Clown Zero. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say the Discord channel or whatever. Oh yeah, Discord or hit it. Yeah, that a great promotion for our Discord. Go and hit up Devin in our Discord server, guys. Uh, join that. Absolutely, guys. We do not have a recap to do. Obviously, there were no fights, uh, no UFC card this weekend. We did have one FC card. We will be talking about that DJ KO uh, here very shortly. But with this episode, guys, we will be starting off with some MMA news. So we're going to start at the top right now. Which, ironically enough, is not MMA news, uh, but a little <laughs> slow this week, guys. So uh, bear yeah, with there us. Was, dude, there wasn't much. No. Like, 
I don't know what's been going on, but I just feel like these last few months we just haven't gotten good MMA news, like other than like fight announcements. And yeah, stuff like which that. We, I mean, we do have quite a bit of fa- fight announcements we could talk about because uh, there are some good ones. You know, like uh, real quick before we jump into uh, what this first topic here, uh, did you see Kevin Holland and Daniel Rodriguez was just booked for UFC two seventy nine? I love That's that a fucking phenomenal fight. fight. Are you kidding me? Or I what? know we were kind of. I love uh, that. I love that match. I know we were kind of disappointed. Dog with yeah. the, at the card, but I gave it a look today when I was doing the overlays for it, and it the main card looks pretty pretty solid. So yeah, it's, Dana, I just like to apologize. Yeah, we will be paying for that card. We will be paying for <laughs> it. Uh, it. It has gotten better. So let's go over that real quick. Actually, UFC two seventy nine, obviously headliner there, Chamayev, Nate Diaz, co main. Lee Jingliang versus Tony Ferguson for the co-main there. And then I did not notice this fight on here, but Irene Aldana versus Macy Chiazon. Uh, that's actually a really good matchup in that Bantamweight division. I'm pretty excited for that one. And then Johnny Walker, Ian Kutalaba, uh, you know, both of them, it's not a title contention fight or anything because they're both on skids. But, uh, you know, those two crack, so someone's probably going to sleep. I really like one. the prelim main event, too. Hakeem Dowdu and Julian Arosa. That's, that's going to be a great, great fight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very so, excited for this card. Yeah, actually. they they did they did a lot better um, this this last week or two, and 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 thank goodness for that. So absolutely, but let's move on to the MMA news. I mean, this isn't MMA news, but I mean, I guess we could talk about it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, KSI did a boxing match, I believe, last night, and he defeated two opponents in the same <laughs> night. One was some YouTuber guy I've never heard of, and the second time was a legitimate professional boxer, and he ended up getting them out early there too. So. KSI is saying that he wants that Jake Paul fight, and he's saying he can defeat the undefeated boxer in Jake Paul. Yeah, you know, um, okay. You know, it is what it is. Like, he already beat his brother twice, so, like, if he wants to take on Jake Paul, I guess he can. But it's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, KSI and, and Logan Paul are now friends and business partners, but now he wants to try to beat up his little brother. I mean, I'm, I, I guess. I don't know. I'm all for it. Like, whatever. They're business partners? Yeah, yeah, they uh, they have like a, an energy drink or something together, something to that extent. Oh, I had no idea about that. Devin, have, have you heard of that? They have like this energy drink or something? Yeah, I saw the he was on Impulsive, I believe, Yeah, earlier. Um, I'm not sure if it was this week, but I did see that clip uh, earlier. So it looks like they're actually pretty good friends. I think, uh, was it Logan was talking about um, how he was a little... Uh, envious of how KSI did his channels and whatnot and, yeah. and post and then how he would love to start doing that. And now it looks like they're pretty good pals. So. Well, yeah, I remember watching that, that episode bef- between them when he went on impulsive, but it was like in a different studio and stuff. And it was awkward at first. And then they kind of realized, Oh, we actually kind of like each other. We're actually pretty cool. You know, after like a two hour conversation and then they kind of became friends and now they're in business together. So, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. NW says KSI wouldn't last two rounds with Jake. He looked shredded, though. So, he, I, mean. I don't know, man. I mean, he did defeat two. I mean, I, I've yet to see Jake Paul fight two guys in the same night. So, I mean, I don't know. I bet you that sells more than fucking Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. I'm going to be honest. KSI, Jake for a main event. That's going to be Probably. a way bigger fight. Probably, especially with the uh, the youngins. 
the kids sure do love watching, you know, uh, Jake and Logan on YouTube and whatnot. So, yeah, it would probably sell really well. And then KSI is a mega star, dude. Mm-hmm. That guy's got so much star power, uh, not just here in the States, but way more so in the UK, man. He's like the biggest YouTuber, or one of, I should say one of, because I don't know for sure, but one of the biggest YouTubers in the United Kingdom, no, no questions asked. Absolutely. It could be big bucks for them. So uh, yeah. Astros, that fight definitely could happen down in the future. But, I mean, does really anybody care who these guys fight it? No. Uh, me personally, no. I feel like MMA news is so like uh, shallow today that we kind of got to talk about it. Uh, but if I'm being honest, I don't really care. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. So let's move on to other MMA news. Um, guys, just fair warning, this episode might be a quick one. Okay. We oh, really don't will. not have a lot of MMA news, but we'll be going down to the previews and giving our picks for that and the Church Queen Championships and all that. So stay tuned for that. But uh, another MMA news. Um, we did have the first one FC card on Prime Video. Did each of you, yeah, did either did. of you catch this fight? I caught the highlights again. I was uh, I was at the men's conference all week, so I didn't I didn't get any time to watch the card, but I did watch the highlight, and it was awesome because DJ actually returned the favor of a downed opponent. Because we all know this, but in one championship, you know, a downed opponent, you can still knee them in the face mm-hmm. and uh, or knee them in the head, I should say. And uh, he returned the favor, man. I mean, you know, that's how he got knocked out one of his first fights, if not his first fight, and won. Uh, and uh, to see him do that, you know, it's just crazy. DJ, guys, I, I, I've said this time and time again on this podcast, but I really do believe that DJ was one of the most unappreciated champions that the UFC has ever seen. His reign is bar none. Uh, he's one of the greatest mixed martial artists on planet Earth. And uh, I, I just feel like he's got to get the praise and respect that he deserves in the MMA community because that guy is just so good. And he continues to dominate in whatever organization he's in. I completely agree with you, Mason. Yeah. Um, I was kind of excited to get here and talk to you guys specific, yeah, specifically about this. Do you guys think that it was good overall for him to go to one instead of staying in the UFC? Because I saw some mixed... Uh, emotions and takes on this they said that it was good because dj is getting more money mm-hmm. he's getting a little more appreciation there and uh that with the ben Askren trade that that only helped the ufc more it was a win-win because jorge became a superstar with that knee and it's been making the more more ufc money i don't know if i necessarily agree with that because i'd love to see dj fight in the ufc again um, what do you guys think about that? So this is this is actually what I think. I think initially, I think it was great for DJ, and I was really happy for him. And you know what? We've we've seen some awesome fights over at one. I mean, that mm-hmm. Rod Tang fight was awesome. I mean, the first round was all kickboxing, so it could it was not mixed martial arts. And the whole time you're thinking, man, you're praying for DJ, hoping he doesn't get knocked out, like. Because uh, he's an elite, elite kickboxer with like over 100 fights. Uh, and I actually watched that one live. And that was a spectacular uh, fight. And then DJ was able to finish it in the second round, obviously. But to be able to see the evolution of his career and to see everything he's done, so much has DJ accomplished in all organizations that he's in. Uh, but, however... When he did leave the UFC, it made a lot of sense because there was no one else in that flyweight division. There was no one else. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, let's let's think about this. How crazy is this that we were all talking about how the flyweight division was probably going to get cut 
in the UFC. And then, uh, quote unquote, Henry Cejudo, Triple C, actually saved the division. And now it's one of the most entertaining uh, divisions in, in the UFC. I mean, we're all excited about Davidson Figueredo uh, versus Brandon Moreno for, uh, you know, you got Kai Car of France, you got all these real uh, Askar Askarov, you got all these awesome Pantoja in the flyweight division. It's just such an exciting division now. And to kind of hit on Devin's point, at this point, DJ is 36 years old. Now, I know this won't happen, but I would absolutely love to see him come back to the UFC for maybe the last remainder two or three years of his career and see if he could win gold again. I mean, what a story that would be. If we could ever get DJ back in the UFC, it'd be awesome. A fight between him and Figueredo or Moreno exactly. or Cejudo. I mean, I just really gets me excited. There's so many matchups for him They're, they're so good. Yeah. They're so good, and I feel like he would get any matchup he took would be awesome. But do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. He's probably happier, making more money, whatnot. But it would be cool, I agree with you, Mason, to see him the last part of his career to coming back. And I truly do think he could take the belt again. Yeah. Like, once once again, he's one of the most underappreciated champions of all time. He's like one of the greatest. Like, he has to always be on your Mount Rushmore. Has to be. Of, Absolutely. Of mixed martial arts fighter. I mean, how many title defenses did he have? It was like I think 13 11, or something? 11, or 11? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Just crazy. Double digits in title defenses. I, I mean, just come on. I don't understand. I mean, obviously, the uh, community is way more involved now, and there's way more fans uh, due to probably, I would say, the last couple of years and what the UFC has been able to do. But it's just it's crazy to me that he doesn't get the respect that he deserves still, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and to, to talk on the aspect of, like, who won in that trade, I mean, it's hard to say either one organization won, really, because I think it was, it was so ways. even. Like, like yeah. Ben Askren was a huge star coming in the UFC. Well, and then he made the huge star that Jorge Masvidal was. made the superstar yeah. that Jorge Masvidal is now because, I mean, it's just it's absolutely insane what happened there, how all this worked out. Then DJ went on to win incredible fights, won the belt, lost the belt, and now to win it back with this spectacular knockout. I mean, that fucking knee he landed was beautiful. That was like a Perfectly repeat. Time. Remember when he did that to Cejudo? Yeah. He hit him with a straight right hand, had both of these men backpedaling against the fence, and then just finished it with the perfect knee as he's going down. It was a beautiful finish. Yeah. And then the irony, like that's how fucking, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Moreno, not Moreno, more Marais. That's how he knocked out yeah. DJ yep. with the ground knee right after DJ came out and said, yeah, I love the knees. I uh -huh. love the strikes to the ground. I feel, In incredibly. I feel like if you watch that clip, you can see he was kind of waiting for it, and he decided, like, nah, I'm going to finish this with a knee. Mm -hmm. You can see when he's stumbling back, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. he could have just punched him on he the ground. He, he was, He's like, nah, going for the knee, yep. and he was right. It was. Yeah. I think it's one of the greatest knockouts of this year. It was It was just too perfect. Just the right hand, got him waddling back with the knee. It's, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, I think both organizations won with that trade. And it was just crazy because, I mean, have we ever seen a trade in MMA? No, it was like no, the only never. time. Yeah. First and only. Like, we might not ever see something like that ever happen again. I don't think so. But I, it did work out for DJ really well, too, because, you know, one uh, deals with the lower weight classes, the lighter guys, and, uh, you know, he's a megastar over at one championship. So it, it worked for both organizations, and it's uh, it's something you like to see. When you see first in, in MMA and, like, you know, these trades and stuff, I, I think it was just good all the way way around so yeah absolutely and uh in terms of dj coming back to the ufc i don't i would bet money that he never does i think he's going to finish his career out in one fc he's probably making more money out there anyways he's a superstar in singapore now i mean dj could just defend his belt a few more times and really retire i mean this man 
probably doesn't need to fight. Yeah. But no. he does. He wants yeah, to. he just loves it. And man. he's I still mean, fairly young. I believe he's, what, like 36? 36, yep. So that's that's always why I bring it up. I'm like, man, in my perfect hypothetical world, to have DJ back for a couple fights in the UFC would be awesome. But I'm proud of him. I love everything he's doing over at One Championship. And, uh, you know, he will always go down as one of the best to ever do it. I mean, period. maybe if he doesn't come back as a fighter, he could come back. I'd love to see him as a commentator or yeah. something like that. Him and Triple C are friends yeah. now, too. So that'd be fun. That'd be fun to have a couple flyweights as, uh, you know. Uh, commentators or whatnot. I would just love, I mean, selfishly, I think it would be nice to see him involved in the UFC, but I, I understand. Maybe has more opportunities doing something else outside of fighting at one, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, quick shout out to the chat. And W says, DJ is still the best fly in the world. I'd still take him over Fig and Moreno. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. I mean, I, we were literally just giving him praise here, you know, just saying that he's one of the best mix, mixed martial artists in the world. Uh, so I totally agree with that statement, yeah. I, I do. I think I think he's one of the best. Man, Munzo, a uh, God-level fighter that DJ he is. Absolutely. Thank you, a little bit of Yoda there. Yeah. Um, the Ant-Man <laughs> channel, DJ got traded for Askren, LOL. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it all worked out. Ant W, wouldn't make more sense for DJ to come back. He makes more in 1FC. Uh, then Figgy and Moreno do in the UFC, absolutely. Uh, Cosmo, I think outside a rematch with Cejudo, DJ has already proved everything he needs to. That's a very good point. Absolutely that's, true. That's a very fair point there. And uh, something that, you know, I didn't necessarily consider, even though that, you know, I did know that. But, yeah, I mean, what more does DJ have to prove in the UFC? I mean, maybe outside of, again, outside of that trilogy matchup with, with Triple C, but they're friends now. They're probably not going to fight. Um but nonetheless, like, he's had such an incredible career. I love watching him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to DJ for still putting on incredible fights and then absolutely entertaining ones as well. Over there in 1FC. But let's move on to other MMA news. We'll round it off with this. So did you guys see the video of Nate Diaz had USADA <laughs> in his house? Oh, and he, did, he went live on Instagram. He's like, man, this motherfucker won't leave. Says I don't have, didn't give him enough piss. How much more you need? Two goes, liters? Two, two liters? He needs two more liters of pee <laughs> before he can get out of my house, man. He's like, oh, you can come man. back in six hours and I'll have your piss for you. And he starts smoking a blunt as he's talking to this guy. It is a new era. Could you ever imagine a time when someone's getting drug tested and they start smoking, smoking weed, weed at the same yeah. time? Uh, no, no. And um, not only that, but not just, not just doing that, but also... Just the blatant disrespect that he had for this guy. The guy was, like, trying to cover his face. He didn't want to be on camera. And, uh, you know, Nate's just following him around the whole time doing the old face chat thing, and it was just hilarious. But uh, Ann W. just says, did y'all see the McGregor IG video? Did you guys see that? No, what do you do? I don't know. Uh, Ann W. just brought it up. Let us know what that was. Uh, we might be able to pull it up live on the podcast, but uh, – yeah, no, as far as Nate, I think it's absolutely hilarious. I mean, that's just who Nate is. Uh, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, he will be having his last fight, and he will get smushed uh, next weekend. So our prayers uh, are with Nate Diaz because it's not going to end It is well what it is. Him. It's not no, well. I, I love it, though. Like, this is classic Nate Diaz. Like, smoking weed while you saw it sitting there. And the guy was, like, fucking covering his face. Didn't want to be yeah. on camera. And yeah. Nate keeps on showing him. It was super funny. He's like, this motherfucker won't leave. Like, come on, bro. Like, you can't come back in a few hours and get your two liters of piss. <laughs> two liters? <laughs> so so much urine. It's like a full uh, it's just, Coke yeah, bottle. It's a, yeah, it's a literally a two liters. <laughs> it's, so, it's almost unnecessary at that point. I would say, uh, I would say... 
Is this all for medical purposes? Is this all for testing? Uh, why do you need two liters of... Uh, Aunt W, I did not see that. I was looking at his post, but maybe it was a story or something. Yeah, he says, posted a video of him getting dome on his yacht. Oh, my goodness. Very, this guy is... Very I thought he was uh, <laughs> married. He is. He is. He's, he, he, he's definitely fucking around. He doesn't care. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's Conor McGregor. Uh, I think he really loves his wife and children, and I th- his wife was probably on the boat with him. And yeah. you know, Well, money shouldn't change that, Conor. Yeah, I think he was just but expressing knowing Connor, his yeah. happiness. She doesn't give a shit. She's like, what? How much money do you bring in again? Yeah, you can go fuck them hoes. I don't think she cares. You know, I think... Uh, I think he's a good guy, good family man. Great oh family yeah, man. I'm sure Connor's a great guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he I, comes across as a wholesome guy. Let me tell you, wholesome from, Connor. came from nothing, and now he's uh, yeah. something. Oh, I he's think definitely some, something. Yeah, he's, he's on something. something. I think yeah. uh, MMA news has just been slower, Tabor, as you have been saying, because John Jones, another family man, has been doing pretty good. So I think that's why it's just been a little. A little dry lately. That's so funny. Yeah, we need some drama. That's Come so on, funny. John. I'd Come back to Vegas, baby. <laughs> I just dropped a bunch of John Jones sad emojis in the chat. So, <laughs> Come on, John. John. Come back to Vegas, baby. Let's party Come on, it up. John. Can't wait to see him in December. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Just yeah. stay out of trouble, John. So That's all we're asking. That, just Danny, December. Dave, Danny even got asked a question. He's like, uh... Uh, are you, are we going to bring John Jones back to Vegas? Is that a factor when you're making this Stipe fight? He goes, well, it's definitely a factor. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> They're going to have to do it somewhere else. They're going to have to do it in, like, uh, you know, Wichita, Kansas or something. I don't know. Uh, Shout out to Nick Sisson. Nick Sisson. New name in the chat. Shout out to you, my guy. Thank you for subbing. Oh, you have to be subbed to be in the chat. The Diva Connor made a weak attempt to get attention. He's having sex with his wife on his yacht. Very cool. Yeah, so so cool. Why can't I see that? Chat, that's frustrating. Well, it's like you know, dude, just just get an OnlyFans if you're gonna be doing that kind of shit. I think Connor would make a lot of money. On oh, the for OS. sure, dude. Him he just, just do feet finder, proper twelve or something. That'd be. Really Does cool. a guy really need any more money, though, guys? I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious, this guy's worth like six hundred million dollars. Like, do you really need any more? Well, money he's got to take point? that money and invest back into his company and his retirement. Or, yeah, or and buy all that. a uh, Ferrari yacht. Or yeah, whatever that I thing mean is. that's an investment. Um. It's about legacy, so yeah, I think he should be able to make as much as he wants. He's a super superstar. Absolutely, yeah. Nick Sisson, yeah. John Jones, a disgrace to his family and the sport. His entire career was fueled by cocaine and PEDs. I would have to disagree with that, Nick. <laughs> but why? That's a that's a hot take. That's a strong take, but I appreciate the uh, the passion behind that bad boy there. Fuck, I'd agree with it. His entire career was fueled by cocaine well, the guy and PEDs. Does. Yeah, I mean, Actually, he hit under the fucking octagon, dude. Yeah, yeah he does a lot of cocaine. <laughs> well. Or did. did. Yeah, he's doing good now. He's doing can't good. Wait, can't wait to see you, And you know John. what? Like, shout out to you, John. Uh, you've been you've been out of trouble for six months, and I am proud of you, and I hope that you continue on that journey of not uh, getting in trouble and learning from your mistakes. So shout out to you, John. Nick, not, not money. Still he's an attention you. whore, a diva attention whore. Yeah. yeah. Who, Connor? Connor's definitely. Yeah, but, you know, like, uh, he, he wants to make his money, I guess. Cosmo Nick coming in hot. I love it. Um, Cosmo, quick question, my guy. Uh, do you want to bet alongside of us for this church coin championship right here? Um, Let's be honest. No one else has. So yeah, no one else has. It's always going to be you three. Yeah, I know. We have like 10 members now, and no one's uh, no one's chomping at the bit to try to get this belt that Tabor's got in front of him. 
Yeah, guys, if you want to bet alongside of us in the Church Coin Championship Series, we're about to do a preview show right now and give our picks. We start off with 10,000 Church Coin, okay? And we make bets along the betting lines on each fight for the main card. Um, Cosmo, if you'd like to bet alongside of us, you have 10,000 fresh Church Coin if you'd like to just drop your picks in the chat. And uh, we're going to move on to a preview show. Let's do it. All right, highly anticipated matchup. The first time the UFC has gone to France. Ooh. France just legalized MMA like last year, I think. Yes, they did. They were like one of the last countries to uh, be like, yeah, no, MMA is fine. Which is so weird that like some countries are so far behind in that aspect. It's like, what, what, what about mixed martial arts would it still be illegal? I mean, it is the French. They do surrender a lot. But okay. like... You know, I just don't understand. Like, hey, good, good food though. Good, great good food. Dishes. I mean, I heard good. Marco people. Pierre White. You know, know, they train great Gordon art. Ramsay. They've got great art there good, as well. Good stuff in France. Good culture, but uh, yeah, making mixed martial arts illegal. I don't get it. Surrender. <laughs> but. It's like any time you talk about the French culture, it's like always surrender immediately. Oh, immediately. God, they'll and never I, live that down. Dude. I surrender to their food. You know, it's good. Good stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, I'd prefer Mexican food, to be okay. honest. Well, it is what oh, it is. Oh, I miss, I miss me a good good plate of Mexican food, guys. Dude, I I've literally just Mexican eaten food. You need a changa? meat for three weeks, yeah. and I just want Mexican food. That sounds tremendous. Well, you tremendous. know what? Next year, Mason, for your birthday, we're going to take you out to a nice little Mexican <laughs> restaurant, and you can have a little cheat meal. Hey, there we go. Cosmos chat. Fantastic food. Shame about the people. <laughs> Just trying to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the French? No, they're fucking assholes, dude. They are. My oh, uncle, the French my, are? Oh, dude, they they hate Americans over there, man. Well, do you blame them? I mean, we only saved their asses because they surrendered so quickly. I, but <laughs> could you imagine Americans coming over to their country? I would be a little irritated. They're just constantly, you guys surrendered. Yeah. And like, every time. Get out of our Sir, country. Sir, you're ordering a, a cappuccino. What would you like? You guys surrendered, all right? <laughs> Take your croissant. <laughs> get out of get here. Get out of here. <laughs> It was a hundred years ago. <laughs> so Never forget. Stupid. No, my, so quick, quick before we go on, my, my uncle went to uh, France uh, years ago, and he went to a McDonald's, and he's trying to get a double cheeseburger, and he's like, "Let me get one double cheeseburger." And like, sir, this is not possible. <laughs> sir, this is not possible. We do not have a double cheeseburgers here in France. And he goes, "Not possible. What the fuck? Okay, then let me get a cheeseburger with two slices of cheese on it, sir. That's a not, not possible." That is not possible. We do not have a cheese with a double cheese on the cheeseburgers here what? in France. And he goes, okay, let me get two cheeseburgers then. The guy gives him two cheeseburgers, and right there on the counter, he unwraps fucking cheeseburgers, <laughs> throws an extra piece of cheese in the burger on top of one patty, and he goes, look, it's fucking possible. Got pissed, got kicked out of McDonald's on oh. this shit. It was just a hilarious story. Uh, it's so funny. Speaking of McDonald's, uh, Steel Gun and Taizu Vasa yes. do not yeah, do not any yes. of that no, stuff. No, yeah, so... No. <laughs> No, they do not. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to this card. Cosmos chat. Hundreds of years of military greatness and all the French get remembered for is World War II. Yeah. It's, it's literally the it's, most powerful military in the world to get dominated. I know. Seriously. Like they were for hundreds oh, of years. So funny. But, uh, we so still funny. love, we still love France. We love we France. Love we love Cyril We just like to, we like to clown. I mean, you guys can clown on America. We're, we're not sensitive about it. So <laughs> that was so stupid. Us, I love it. Well, uh, not me. I love it. Let's move on to the main event of the evening. Let's start at the top, as we always do. Yeah. Main event of the evening. Cyril gone coming at a minus 550 to a plus 400 
Tai Tuivasa. Yeah, uh, DraftKings odds, which we'll play those odds. I'm not saying anything, but DraftKings even has it a little higher. Uh, Ty's coming in right now, like a plus four twenty. So actually, we're, we're going to use ESPN's odds because that's oh. what we have here in the notes, and the odds change so much. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're going to use all. ESPN's odds as of right now, and as of right now, it is a minus five seventy five. So it's even wider. Wow, five seventy five to a plus four twenty five. Ty yeah, Tuivasa. There you go. Okay, four twenty five. Absolutely insane, dude. That's 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 pretty wild. So let, we'll break it down. We'll break it down. It's it's pretty easy to break down this fight, in my opinion. I think everyone has the same outlook on on the potential matchup here and what's actually going to happen. Cyril gone, phenomenal. Uh, technical striker has great footwork. Uh, can beat a guy over five rounds, no problem. Tai Tuivasa. The KO King, baby. I mean, this guy can knock out anyone and then do a shoey over your dead corpse, right? Like, that's just who Tai Tuivasa is. Um, that's that's basically it. So, like, if you are if you want to bet on the potential that, that uh, Tai Tuivasa can knock out Cyril Gaon, this is a really good bet for you. But if you're going to look at the longevity, the technical matchup, the footwork of, of uh, Cyril Gaon and think that he's going to go uh, and go out there and beat Tai Tuivasa, then you're going to bet on Ta- or you're going to bet on uh, Cyril Gaon. If you're a betting man, these are the two bets that you would make on this fight, okay? It's either Tai Tuivasa by knockout, which I'm sure those odds would be a little bit better because that's the only way he wins this fight, or you do Ciro gone via decision. I-, I think those are the only two. I guess he's submission be- as well. Or yeah, maybe gone knocking him out. You never know. Maybe maybe a submission. I think the knockout is less likely, and I'll tell you why. Tai Tuivasa has gone up against some of the best heavyweights in this uh, division and just fought Derek Lewis, and Derek couldn't even put him out. Yeah, he hit him with some big shots. Almost. Yeah, he, almost. He hit him with some big shots, but still, if Derek Lewis can't put Tai Tuivasa away, I do not foresee Cyril Gaon doing it in the same capacity. But again, it only takes one shot, and if it lands right, we just saw that you know last week with uh, Kamal Usman and Leon Edwards. Uh, anyone can go out, but here's the here's the real question: Can Tai Tuivasa even land? I mean, look at the Derek Lewis Cyril Gaon fight. Lewis did not land a punch. Cyril literally danced around him and landed the nastiest leg kicks you could see in the heavyweight division. So and completely outclassed Derek. Can Tai land in this fight? So I agree with that take. I agree with that. But what I will say is. I don't think Derek Lewis, and, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully, I think Tai Tuivasa moves better than Derek Lewis does, at least side to side. Uh, and the, the thing with Tai is he's going to have to make it a dogfight. If you fight Cyril gone from distance, you will lose 10 times out of 10. Period. End of discussion. You got to make it a dogfight. You got to get in his face. When he moves sideways, you continue to pursue him. Don't give Cyril gone any room to breathe because once you do, he's going to outpoint you. He's going to outstrike you. Uh, he's going to outleg kick you. Like it's just, it is what it is. So Ty's got to go in there and he's got to try. He's got to barrage him and he's got to try to go for the knockout and get Cyril gone uncomfortable. That's the only road to victory that I see for uh, Tuavasa. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. But, I mean, can Tuivasa, is Tuivasa strong enough to keep him up against the fence if they get into a clinch situation? Because Tuivasa was playing his clinch game very well against that Derek Lewis. So, I mean, can tie tie him up against the fence? No pun intended. But, like, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, it, it, I really think Ty's going to have to get him, like, up against the fence. He's going to have to utilize the clinch. He might even have to take Cyril Gaon down because I do not see him outstriking Gaon. He could get lucky. I mean, not lucky. I mean, he's, uh, I wouldn't want to say lucky. That's a little disrespectful. But, I mean, 
he could definitely land shots and put gone out. Yeah. But it's going to be the most difficult fight for him. This is a terrible matchup for Tai Tuivasa on paper, in my opinion. I think the, I think that's why the line is so far apart. Everyone knows how good Cyril Gaon is, and he's going to be fired up after that Francis Ngannou loss that he's coming off of. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup. Uh, shout out to the chat. And W, this will be a boring fight after two rounds. Just gone moving around and jabbing an exhausted Tai Tuivasa. That's a very that is a very uh, big possibility. Well, yeah, that's a very that likely could, that's outcome. a very likely outcome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's you know essentially what I just said. Like you know, either Ty knocks him out in round one or two, or you're going to get a fight over the course of five rounds, and you know Cyril Gon just dismantling him and winning four out of those five rounds. I mean, that's basically how this fight's going to shake out. A lot of people know that. You know, if Ngannou couldn't even now, granted. Nganu was dealing with that knee injury, but if Nganu could not even finish Cyril Gaon, does Tai Tuivasa have the capability? Yes, he does, but the likelihood of it and the probability of it, I think, again, to hit on your point, that's why the, the, the odd makers have this such a wide margin. But I will tell you, full transparency, at a plus 420, and probably the odds are going to be a little better for a KO, maybe plus 500, I'll go put five bucks on Tai Tuivasa. Why the hell not? I mean, that, uh, Ty's got the knockout power to do it. He's just got to land one shot. Can he do it? That's the big question. We're going to see uh, this Saturday at 12 p.m. Yeah. I mean, if it goes down to the ground, who do you give the advantage to? I'd have to go with Gone. He's so well-rounded <laughs> on the ground, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, His jiu-jitsu is fantastic. Yeah, and which was a little crazy to see that Ngannou was actually taking Gone down in that last matchup. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I would definitely take Gone over Ty Tuivasa on the ground. Uh, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I, I wouldn't be shocked if this ends up in a first-round KO either guy because both of them have knockout power. Both of them are very good. But Cyril Gaon's footwork, man, it's like he moves around like a fucking straw way out yeah. there. So, I mean, it's going to be very difficult for Tai Tuivasa to land. But if he lands, you never know what's going to happen. I'm pretty excited for this matchup. I'm not going to lie. It's a very good card as well. And it's a number one contender, in my, in my opinion, outside of John Jones, Stipe. I get it. But that'll be for an interim belt. I really like 282. If it happens in December, uh, and those two fight, it'll be for the interim, and then the winner of that will take on Nganu. But I mean, these two right now are the number one contenders, in my opinion. Yeah, outside of that, that fight, outside of that matchup with Stipe and Johns. So. Absolutely agree with that. Let's get into picks now. So I mean, minus 575. That's a huge. I mean, you'd have to risk a lot of money to win anything. Yeah. But at the same time. I think he's the heavy favor for a reason. I'm going to take Cyril Gaon in this matchup. The footwork's too good. The hands are too fast. The leg kicks are amazing. His kicks in general are just fantastic. I think he's going to completely outclass Tai Tuvanta over five rounds. So I'm going to put 1,000 church coin on Gaon, and I'm also going to take for my prop bet, Gaon unanimous decision for 500 church coin. I just do not see how Tai Tuvasa wins this fight outside of like a, a puncher's chance, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely feel that. So uh, I'm actually going to go on the side of Tai Tuvasa. I'm going to go with the puncher's chance here. I think it's far few in between. Uh, but, you know, Ty's do Ty does have the capability uh, to knock out Gone, and uh, I'm praying for it. I'm going to go put five bucks on Ty Tuivasa. Why not? Uh, but I'm going to hedge my bet a little bit here, and I am going to go for my prop bet for the main event of the evening. I'm going to go Gone by decision. I'm going to put 250 church coin on that. So there you have it. All right, and W has said, it will be interesting to see how the judging is in France. MMA has only been a thing there for two years, and outside of two Bellator events, there hasn't been much MMA over there. Well, you know they're going to give it to the Frenchman. Oh, absolutely. It if it, it Oh, if it goes to the judge's scorecard, which, I mean, if it goes to the scorecard, 
Cyril gone won anyway, but they're going to give it to him regardless. 50-45. Yeah, Cyril gone win. Gets out class for four rounds. So let's talk about this. And this is a fight. Let's talk about the co-main here. Because I I really feel like this fight should have been on UFC 279 as a Mm co-main. I'm I'm really shocked to see such a a high uh, relevance fight in this middleweight division on, on a fight night. I thought that was very strange. Throw this on 279, but it is what it is. We get to see it uh, this Saturday. Very excited for it. And that is Robert Whitaker versus uh, Marvin Vittori. Whitaker coming in as the favorite. We all know. I mean, the uh, the only time he loses is to Israel Asanya coming in a minus 240 to a plus 200 Marvin v- Vittori. Tabor, how do you see this one shaking out? Oh, man. I feel bad for Marvin. I don't think he's going to have what it takes, dude. I think he's going to get completely outclassed by Whitaker. Whitaker looks so fucking good in that Jared Cannonier fight. Jared yeah. was not in that fight at all. No. It was all Whitaker all day, and I think this is going to be repeat. I mean, I know Marvin, he's got good wrestling, but Robert Whitaker's better in the wrestling aspect. I know Robert's got good hands. Robert Whitaker has better hands and yeah. better kicks. So, I mean, I don't, I see this. I understand why Whitaker's the favorite. I almost, I'm a little shocked he's not a bigger favorite. Like, I would think I'd see Whitaker like a minus 300, minus mm-hmm. 400 or something yeah. coming into this. Same. Yeah. Same. I uh, yeah. I think I think Whitaker all, all the way around is is the better mixed martial artist. Uh, I think if Marvin Vittori wants to try and win this fight, uh, he's going to have to try and implement, I, I guess, some of that ground game. But the problem is, is Robert Whitaker is such a good wrestler, mm-hmm. so he's going to have great defense. You know, just naturally, uh, it's this is a really hard matchup for uh, Vittori here, uh, and I, I think Vittori could win this fight, but. I don't see how I'm he does going, it. I'm going with Robert Whitaker all day. I think the striking's better. I think the wrestling's better. I think in every which way, every capacity, he's just a better mixed martial artist. I, I'm going Whitaker all day here. I'm putting 2,400 church coin on Robert Whitaker for the win here. All right. I agree, I agree with you. I'm going Robert Whitaker all day on this, and I'm also going to put a substantial amount of church coin. I'm about 3,000 church coin on Robert Whitaker for the victory. I don't see how Vittori gets it done, dude. I just don't see it. He's not going to outstrike him. He's not going to outwrestle him. But I will tell you this. He will out shit talk the man. Can he get in Robert Whitaker's head and make Robert Whitaker make mental mistakes? We haven't seen it happen. Yeah. Not once. Like, not even Israel Adesanya could get in this man's head. So it's going to be very difficult. But I hope they do a press conference for this because Marvin Vittori is one of my favorite characters in the UFC. This man is absolutely insane in the membrane, and I fucking love it for him. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a little bit of a kook, uh, a little bit of a, a crazy guy. He's going to uh, get I'll out of class. Forget, I'll never forget that uh, hotel incident yeah. where he's just, <laughs> yeah, oh, across the room, and I'm like, dude, you got to <laughs> relax, man. Maybe take less steroids. Um <laughs> But, you know, allegedly, he's uh, allegedly, of course, I was just joking. It was a joke. But, uh, you know, maybe when they make Goonies, too, they can. Come on, don't do him like that. Do it's just so like hard that. not to just because I know he, he looks so just mad like about the guy. things. He gets Sloth. so mad that I like to just troll him a little hey, bit. You but no, in, in all serious, in all respect, I'm dead serious. Marvin Vittori is a, a, a fantastic middleweight. I, I really mm-hmm. do think he's he's good. And. I just think Robert Whitaker's striking is better, but I don't think he's so far away that this fight's not going to be entertaining. And one thing you can never take away from Marvin Vittori is this guy is tough and he's relentless and he will literally never give up on himself. He'll never give up on himself and he'll think he wins every fight. I mean, look at the Israel Adesanya fight. He thought he won that fight. But again, it's because (laughs) the guy does not. And like, you know, obviously he didn't win that fight. I mean, obviously he didn't. But you have to respect the how much confidence this guy has in himself, in his will, in his heart. 
is something that cannot be questioned because this guy will just keep moving forward. Uh, I don't know if that's whether it's from a loss of brain cells or what, but nonetheless, I mean, this guy, he's one of the best middleweights in the world, but uh, I do i do think Whitaker all day in all seriousness. Yeah, uh, I love Marvin Vittori a lot, and I, he's a character that I really gravitate towards, but I just don't see how he gets the victory here. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him for taking this fight because it's a wonderful fight, and I mean, this is a fight he needs to take to get back into title contention as well. Yep. So, I mean, I understand why he took the matchup. I just don't see him getting the victory here, um, but I guess I just... It is what it is. It is what it is there. Let's move on to the next matchup. We have Alessi Deer Chirico at a minus 110 to a Roman Kopilov. Minus 110 as well. A pick yeah. fight. This is a it's very a good, good fight. fight. And uh, I believe this is middleweight, correct? I believe it's middleweight. Uh, Roman coming in an 8-2 record and Alessi with a 13-6 and six record. And we all know Deer Chico from that crazy head kick KO over, who was that? Uh, uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Buckley. Buckley. Yeah. yeah Fucking was, fantastic KO. Sweet. Yeah. This is a pick and fight, dude. I'm actually shocked at the line because you have a legit Russian with an 8-2 record versus Dear Chico, the Italian man. So, I mean, I'm a little shocked. Let's pick him. I'm leaning Kopilov, okay. Russian-sounding last name. You guys know how I have that bias. If there's a Russian-sounding last name and he's got good wrestling, I'm usually taking that nine times out of ten. Powerful stuff there. Um, yeah, no, I you know, I do like Chirico a lot, and... Uh, to see him bounce back and get that that first round finish against Joaquin Buckley after Abdul Razak Hassan finished him within 17 seconds of the first round, uh, to see him bounce back the way that he did, I, I think this kid's really good. Kid, he's 32. What am I saying? But uh, I, I, I like him a lot here. I'm going to go Chirico, uh, 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 750 church coin on him. All right, I'm taking Kapilov, 500 church coin. You guys know I'm a sucker for the Russians, so it is what it is. Um, I do like this matchup, though. It's going to be a very entertaining fight. Um, let's move on to the next matchup. Um, John McDessie versus Nazrat Hazkarast. Hazkarast coming at a minus 220 to a plus 180 McDessie. Interesting matchup. I like Nazrat a lot. You know, lightweight Kelvin Gastelum. He's very fucking good. Yeah. He's always in entertaining fights. He did get knocked out by, like, I believe, Drew Dober. But, I mean, he was on his way to becoming a top 15 lightweight in this division. So, he has a lot of hype behind his name. I understand why he is the big favorite here. And Matt Desi's good as well. He's got a great ground game, fantastic striking. I just think Nasrat's better. I think he's the better overall mixed martial artist. And I would not be shocked if Nasrat goes out there and gets a KO finish. Yeah, and I would have to agree with you, too. I mean, Nas Nasrat is still only 27 years old. And he's had some really tough fights already in the UFC. I mean, he took on a guy like uh, Dan Hooker. Uh, ended up losing that fight and then took on Bobby Green and, and lost that two rounds to one. Uh, John McDessie ha is, is definitely a seasoned vet in the UFC. I mean, has been fighting since 2013. Uh, but, you know, 37 years of age, uh, has never been really on that championship trajectory here uh, i do like the future and, and potential here of nasra hawk parast so i will be going with hawk parast on this uh fight here pretty confident in the in the win i think he's i think he's great on the feet uh you know fell up short against bobby green and dan hooker but i think he's learned a lot from that i'm gonna go mm -hmm. 2200 church coin on hawk parast for the win 
I'm putting 500 church coin on Hawk Pross for the win at a minus 220. Should be a little bit more because I do think he's a lock-in victory, but yeah. uh, you never know. Mac Desi could get the finish. Good. It is what it is there. Let's move on to the opening fight of the main card. Charles Jordan at a minus 140 to a plus 120. Nathaniel Wood. This is a fantastic matchup here at uh, 145. I'm very excited for this one. Nathaniel Wood's fucking good. Very good. Uh, he was only, I think, I believe he's in Bantamweight, correct? And then he moved up to 145. Yeah, now he's featherweight, yeah. I love Nathaniel Wood. Oh, he's got a lot of hype behind his name, and I love Charles Jordan as well. Jordan is so fucking good on the ground, and he's got fantastic striking, but so is Nathaniel Wood. This is a very well-matched matchup. Jordan coming in the slight favorite, though. I think that's mainly an experience factor. Jordan's been fighting the UFC a little bit longer and has had a probably higher caliber matchups than Nathaniel Wood, but this is a huge test for Wood. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of struggling to pick this fight. Yeah, this one this one's gonna be close too because as you said, I, I really do believe both guys are actually pretty good on the ground, both Jordan and uh, Wood. You know, Nathaniel Wood has got uh, out of his eighteen wins, five of those come by by submission. I mean, that's that's nearly thirty percent there, uh, and he's still only twenty nine years of age. And then you look on the side of Charles Jordan; he's got thirteen wins, and four of those have come submission. That's thirty one percent. So both these guys are pretty good on the ground. He's twenty six years. Uh, years young, uh, but Nathaniel Wood does have a lot of experience still in the UFC. Uh, he's been fighting since 2018. It's a good matchup, man. Uh, this this should be more of a pick in my opinion, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Jordan with a slight edge here, uh, and I don't disagree with that. I'm actually leading on the side of Jordan here, and I'm going to put 100, or excuse me, 1,400 church coin on uh, Jordan for the win. I'm leaning Wood. I'm, I think uh, Jordan's definitely got more experience and he's fought in bigger names in the division. But I like the Wood. Now he's not cutting him, cutting so much weight to get down to 135. He's in a more natural weight division and featherweight. I think he's going to be very successful at this weight class. And I think Jordan's going to be a huge stepping stone in a bright direction for Nathaniel Wood. I'm leaning Nathaniel Wood. I'm going to put 1,500 church coin on Nathaniel Wood at the plus 120. So I'm looking to make some decent check there uh, this is gonna be a barn burner dude this is gonna be a fantastic fucking matchup and it's a great way to open up this main card um i see the Ant-Man channel barn burner alert and uh cosmo is also talking about this oh no actually he said hello kelvin gaslam is pretty good but didn't look into his last fight against bob green hello, oh, okay okay cody yoder i see you in the <laughs> chats you turd i see what you, did you turd. Say? he goes mason and vittoria are the final two for sloth and goonies too <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Them fighting words, Cody. Why don't you why don't you come back on the podcast, kid? Kid. We're gonna get some boxing gloves. We'll see who sloth will be afterwards. Yeah, he, he also, also said, said Taper likes wood. wood. Yes, I do. Nathaniel uh -huh. Wood's a very good fighter. I'm a big fan. Um a man channel Jordan is scary. Both these men are so good. Like this is a very yeah. difficult fight to pick. I know. Man. But it's, I, I don't know. I'm going with Wood. I think the star power is there. He had so much hype behind his name before he did lose his. Uh, I believe his last bantamweight matchup where he moved up to featherweight. But he's been doing decent since then. So I mean, I like Wood a lot in this. So uh, I'm going to take Wood for that, and I'm going to stick with that pick. Let's get into parlays. Mason, do you have your parlay ready? Ooh, no, I actually forgot about my parlay. But uh, parlay is going to be pretty easy for me here, guys. Uh, I'm going to go Gone, Whitaker, Chirico. Um, I'm going to throw Hawk Prost in there and Jordan. You know what? Give me a 5 fight parlay there. Uh, yeah, Gone, Whitaker, Chirico, Hawk Prost, and Jordan. Uh, that's going to be huge. Uh, so that's my parlay. 
I'm going to go Gone, Whitaker, Hawk Prost, and Nathaniel Wood. I'm going to stay away from that Jericho Roman Kopalov fight, even though I really want to put Kopalov in there. But uh, I'm going to do four fight. Gone, Whitaker, Hawk Prost, Wood. I'm going to do 1,000 church coin. All right. I'm going to put uh, 500 church coin on my parlay here. It's going to be decent. I mean, we're going to have a definitive winner after this week because we oh, have different yeah. picks. So okay. uh, it's going to be it's exciting to see what's happening. Uh, Cosmo said he didn't want to uh, bet alongside of us this week. Uh, that's perfectly, absolutely okay. But I'm just telling you right now, Cosmo, it's probably a good thing because he wouldn't win anyways. Just saying. Oh. Talk a little bit of shit there, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, Cody said he'll ruin you, Mason. Yeah, okay. Pal. I don't know if I like those words. Yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. Called you a coward. Said invite you back on. Yeah. You're more than welcome to come back on, Cody. That yeah, Cody. Come back on. Pussy. You ain't going to do happens. it. See what happens, Cody. <laughs> These are just jokes. We are not threatening you in any way. No, of course not. No. That, I mean, wink, he's, wink. I consider him a friend. Let's announce the fight companion. You guys going to go live on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to go live before uh, Jimmy. You guys know Jimmy, right? Uh, been on the fight companions a couple times. He is getting married uh, to his uh, fiance this weekend. We're going to be going to his wedding, but we're going to do the fight companion. But, guys, as soon as that fight's over, we're going to have to get out of here and go to his wedding. Uh, but, yeah, the fight companion will be at 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So uh, be sure to tune in. Uh, to the channel, uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, he said, you can't even text him back. How am I supposed to come back on? Shake my head. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I've been dealing with some things uh, the last couple of weeks, Cody. But uh, I did, did you text me? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, yeah text me again. Cosmo we'll, we'll also said, I mean, out. you're not going to win either, Tabor. I mean, I am the defending church coin champion right now. I mean, we see this hey, beautiful belt right here, baby. Look at that. Let's go. Look at that. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you'll have a chance again one day, Mason. Uh, I will. Maybe. I will. Yeah. Maybe. Well, this week, this month, I have another chance to uh, win the belt back. <laughs> we'll see, my guy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much for showing up here today. Like like we said earlier, it's probably going to be a shorter podcast. We did make it about 50 minutes, which is longer than what I was expecting, to be honest. But... Uh, Guys, we will be live on Saturday, Fight Companion. Make sure you tune in for that. Make sure you have the bell notification there so you know when exactly we will be going live. I believe the card starts at like noon, Yeah, correct? noon, yep. That'll be nice. Yeah, That'll which nice. is good because uh, Jimmy's wedding's at 4, so we want to make sure we make that, guys. So our cutoff will be like 3.15 because uh, we're going to have to get out of here, but I'm pretty sure that the fights will be over by then. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, I, I will not be in the building for the fight campaign, you guys. Uh, I'm going to be fishing uh, at the beach with my family. It'll be a lot of fun out there. Yep. And I'll catch some tuna, catch some salmon. I'll have to bring some back for you guys. Imagine uh, you missed the fight companion and you don't catch anything. Yeah, I know. That just sucks. I'd actually be time. irritated. I'd be really <laughs> pissed mad. off. Yeah. Well, I'll bring some crab back. Get okay. some Dungeness. Okay. All right. You guys like crab? I like crab. Uh, I've crab. never had crab. Can't what? don't really have an opinion oh, on it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> guys, F's in the chat for Mason. He's <laughs> never had crab before. What the fuck? I probably wouldn't like it though. That's my Dude. Yeah. You have it's no idea. It's probably not good for you either. I mean it's what? meat, brother. You eat meat. What's the uh, problem? Yeah, that's all I eat is meat. So then eat crab meat. I will eat some crab meat. I need no, some F's in the chat sure. right fucking now for Mason. He's never had crab before. Dude, it is so good. Tell me it? you've been to so you've good. been to all around. The, I don't like seafood. And you've Oh my, oh my god. Not a fan of seafood, guys. I don't like I'm not a fan of seafood stuff. seafood I either, like but I, I love crab. You ever had lobster? Oh, look at all those F's. I love it. No, I never had lobster before. 
They had oh lobster God, on the last day when they, because uh, they do catering every day for like uh, film sets and they Tell did me it for green room. This big movie star didn't and I was have like, seafood catered. And they to no, they did. They had lobster the last day because it's like a tradition on film sets for the last day. They do lobster, and I ended up just not eating food that day on set because I was like. You didn't have lobster didn't try steak no, with Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart. I did say I sat next to Patrick Stewart a couple of days while we were getting dinner over that five weeks we were filming that. You only shot for five weeks. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think the whole production was six weeks. And it That's was done. insane. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Cosmo said he just disliked the video and unsubscribed over that. <laughs> hey, honestly, doesn't like seafood. What the fuck? I understand. Uh, Cody says, "How does it feel to do a podcast with a child?" Tabor, yeah, this motherfucker eats chicken nuggets every goddamn day. Every day, that's all I eat. I eat chicken. That's it. One meal a day. Eat about eight hundred to a thousand calories, and that's all I do. Oh my god! Try five hundred, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Ant Man Channel said, "Traditionally, I go to Renando Beach and get crab and oysters." Uh, Every other, every, every during summer. Okay. Renando Beach. Where is that at? Uh, I think that's Cali, right? Yeah, it's Cali. Oh, Somewhere nice. Yeah. Shout out to you, my guy. Dude, you got to try. I'll bring some crab back. I'll make sure to make it a point. I get one crab. Okay. Like I'll bring, I'll bring a full crab back. We'll crack the legs open, dip it in a little bit of well, garlic Well, we need butter. three for each of us. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, well, I don't know, man. My, we're not doing so hot in the crabbing right now. Like my dad pulled up a pot <laughs> yesterday, showed me the pot. It was literally like there was a fucking shoe in one there. Female. Oh, now a shoe gets in a crab pot. Yeah. That's strange. <laughs> that's really strange. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. We're, we're struggling on the crabbing right now, but uh, I'll bring some crab back. We'll get some and. We'll change your fucking life. We'll vlog it for the channel. Yeah, let's vlog it. That's that's a good idea. We got to be doing more of those. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's so good. You'd love it. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for showing up here tonight. We really appreciate the fuck out of each and every single one of you guys. Uh, Mason eats a crab leg for every $20 super chat. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Why? He do doesn't not, like it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would be puking. I have the weakest stomach on planet Earth. So, Dude, yeah. it's so good. You'd like it. Uh Guys, yeah, once again, make sure you subscribe down below. We will do be doing the recap on Sunday. Um, we will be having the fight opinion on Saturday. And, of course, we will be previewing UFC 279 uh, next week as well. So, obviously, hit the bell notification, subscribe, smash the like button if you haven't already. And, uh, guys, we have been having a lot of conversations about the channel, and it sounds like we're going to be doing some major changes here in the near future. So Major uh, changes, guys. It's going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. What can I say? I'm so stay tuned. Stay Get tuned. We will fast. be talking about that more uh, in the near future, okay? So you will uh, be up to date on all of that. Crab leg, then shoey. Yeah, I agree with Cody. Mason's going to eat a crab leg and shoey. Actually, uh, I'm 100% sober, guys. I'm actually done drinking, so I will Okay, not you'll be drink a shoey of water. Whatever. There we go. We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll or do water. How about prune juice? Prune juice. Nah, sure. sure. All right. It, does that have a lot of sugar in it? No. It's okay. disgusting. Fantastic. All right. Prune juice it is. <laughs> he said crab leg, shoot an oyster, and then chase it with a shoey. <laughs> uh, you ever had oysters? No, I don't like oysters. No. I'm not. I have lie. had clam chowder though. That's the thing. I've had. Clam chowder? No, you guys never had. Yeah, I've like you know clam, clam chowder. chowder. I'm a good clam chowder. Uh, yes, I've made clam. I chowder. I eat it cold, straight out of a can. <laughs> That's how I have clam chowder. Jesus I love Christ! It. So you've never had real clam chowder? Never had real clam chowder. I've had real clam chowder. Have you made it at like home or had it at a restaurant? 
No, I've had it at uh, Bubba's or whatever. The Sounds uh, fake. Never heard of it. No. What, Bubba what Gum Shrimp Company yes, in, in, La- yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Fast food clam chowder. It's at fast food chain clam chowder. Tremendous clam chowder. Let's just take a trip down to Skipper's, you know, and we'll get you some nice clam chowder. I don't even like Skipper's clam chowder. It was the place in Astoria that's right on the water. Fuck, I forget what it's Culver's or something like that. No, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's really good though. Um, <laughs> I will say Mason's looking a lot thinner. Oh, not thin, thin enough. Cosmo. Not thin enough. No, uh, Devin reminds me every week I come into the studio. He's like, "Hey, you're looking better, but you're still fat." I'm like, I just Thank you. can't yeah. stand looking at it. No, it he disgusts can't. me. He I almost throw up like Mason. <laughs> uh, uh, Cody says uh, water chili would be worse than alcohol. Yeah, actually, that's actually 110 percent true. Uh, but those are the sacrifices we make on this show. So. He is. goes, where are you at that you're crabbing? Uh, I live on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and we've been crabbing and fishing my whole life. Shout out to Mississippi. Nice. Shout out to Mississippi Gulf. Um, we are out on the West Coast in the Washington area, so we uh, crab and fish out of Long Beach, Washington, and Ilwaco, Washington. And it's fucking gorgeous down there. It just... It's still Washington, so it's not like fucking like southern weather or uh, California weather. So but you know what? what that makes us harder, harder fishermen. Absolutely, we're out there in the cold and the bad rain, wind. We're out there doing the darn thing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Tremendous. not a fisherman, but I'm a fisherman Savage. of men. Well, I'll bring some I salmon. I don't know what that means, but it's a I Bible support reference. You. you know, Jesus disciples. It was supposed to be punny, but well, you know, wasn't. Hey man says he's a fly fisherman, dude. I got a Ooh. lot of respect for you then because that shit is difficult as fuck. Is I it? cannot fly. I tried fly fishing once, couldn't get the cast down. I only went one time though. I gotta uh, do a little bit more. And nothing like steelhead and salmon. Oh, I love my yes, sir. steelhead and salmon. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. We get some of the best salmon fishing in the world here in the Pacific yes, Northwest. So there's no Shout better out. salmon. Absolutely. Um, yeah, once again, guys, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe down below, smash the like button, and all that kind of stuff. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all the same, at The Church of MMA. We're posting shorts, funny memes, trying to make you guys laugh. Hit us up. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to The Church of MMA podcast. My name is Mason Knight. That is Tabor Craig and Devin Davis on the ones and twos. And until next time, peace.